Welcome to the Cultured Guitarist. It's April as of the release of this episode. Were you fooled by any April Fool's pranks? I don't know. My name is April Fool's Al. With me is Couch Potato Casper and Spiced Jerky John. Wow. From Rare Buzz Effects. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you're a you're a spicy fella. Tasty. Ooh. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, there's a line, you know? No, there's no line. There's no line? There's no okay. Line. No. We were talking about lingerie short before we recorded. We were? Yeah, well, John and I were. Oh, I wasn't. He, he asked I was me. Told, I was told to wear lingerie. I, <laughs> <laughs> he asked if he should really dress up like a dinner jacket or something, and I said lingerie. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I am, this is the fastest i've ever derailed an episode yeah, it's like instantaneous <laughs> right before we even started uh well i'm super proud of myself for that good job wow how's everybody doing good delightful you beautiful guys thank you for the one word answers <laughs> dynamite radio gentlemen <laughs> Oh, fine. Let's just fire right into this. Yep. What's been going on with you this week, Commander Casper? Yeah, I like that better. Um, that was a nickname from very early on in the show. Really? Yeah, I used it one on already. Yeah, I forgot about it. Like all of them. Um, I got my Gretsch back today. That was pretty much all that I've got going on, music and or guitar related. Uh, I got oh, nice. a couple new um, guitar hangers for the studio today. Mm -hmm. Picked up my Gretsch from my buddy that I loaned it to like eight months ago. Um, just kind of miss playing it. So yeah, yeah, those jerks borrowing guitars long term. Yeah, keeping them. Yeah, guy wants to play more guitar and something different. What just kind of an imbecile. inconsiderate <laughs> jerk, <laughs> imbecile, would borrow a guitar for such a long period of time? And you know what I found out? Huh. He played it three times. Three in, times. Three times in all those months. I was like, hey man, you mind if I pick up my guitar? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Tom, I'll go grab it. I'm like, right on. You play it much? He's like, I think I played play it three times. I'm like, well, to be fair, that's well, probably two more times than you would have played it. So You know what, John? You're, that's hurtful. Mm, <laughs> possibly not wrong, though. I don't think that's right at all. I've played each one of the guitars hanging behind me more than that. Okay. So. Now, what, what, kind of, uh, what kind of Gretsch is this? Uh, it's a full hollow. What is it? A 51? It's an electromatic 20? series one. I think so. Um, okay. Is it a, I don't remember, 5120? I don't, I don't know the electromatic numbers. You, you can say the numbers and no one's going to understand yeah, what it's that a, means. It's a, it's a full-bodied, full single-cut yep. electromatic okay. series. With the broad-drawn humbuckers that I want to replace. And a big spoon. And a big spoon. Okay. okay. So what you would think of as like a traditional, like Chet Atkins style Gretsch yeah, guitar. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. With all, pretty, all the flair. That, that flavor. Yeah. Nice. Missing the uh, the, the pickups. The pickups are just. Yeah, that's what's missing. Yeah. It's actually a solid. It's got good bones. It's just. I like very, the Electromatics Gretches, man. They're they're great frames to build cool stuff off of. And you don't get super. There are no glary guitars. Yeah, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's that's pretty much it for me. I've been trying to reorganize the basement and make everything flow after the flood. Finally, getting all that cleanup finished, mm. and uh, yeah, that's it. Right on. What about you, John? 
Well, um, I have run into some parts availability issues for the past 10 days. So I've had lots of time to experiment around and kind of get to know some of my own guitars. Um, anybody who follows me on Facebook knows I turned 40 about a week and a half ago. And my present to myself was a classic Fender Duo Sonic. And I have been, that has been the guitar I've reached for most in the past basically two weeks since I got it. Um, I, in fact, I've been playing it almost exclusively. Um, and what I found is it's got the shorter scale, the 24 inch scale. So I'll play on that. And then when I go to one of my other guitars with, you know, the full length scale, I feel like there's all sorts of room for activities because it's just, <laughs> I, I, I know it's only an inch and a half, but it feels like so much bigger. Um, you know, particularly like, right at the headstock at the, at the, not the first fret, it, the difference in width there between the duo Sonic and say the jazz master, my other guitar at home, it is just incredible. There's so a full inch and a half. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot. I mean, it feels like, I guess when I go to the, the bigger scale, I feel like more dexterous because you have to be so precise on the duo Sonic to actually hit the string you're trying to hit that you just, you get it, it kind of like conditions you to be well, they more have a, precise. a narrower neck and a tighter radius too, don't they? Right. Yeah. Everything yep. just gets a little bit more, um, confined. Exactly. Exactly. So that's really what I've been spending most of my time with. Um, other than that work, I know you guys have the, uh, first generation do it yourself kits. We're, we're, working on prototypes for the second generation now so mm -hmm. those are fantastic um, that's, by yeah, the way are, well, thank you awesome. yeah um so for for listeners at home the biggest change between first and second generation we're we we're finally introducing the entire dan armstrong product line so you'll have five more options depending on how you look at it than just Which the two that we've offered it's super cool mm -hmm. i gotta say and um in terms of ease of building we've moved to an onboard power jack. So it makes the wiring substantially easier because you, you'll basically have the entire effect completely wired functional before you even put it in the enclosure. So you can test it before you even drill holes. So that'll make life a lot easier. It, it kind of comes out as one functional unit. So That's hopefully in the next couple of months, you'll see those. That's all awesome. website. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. I was super impressed with all the, the literature and everything that came along with the, the ones that you sent us. It was just like, man, you get the whole history and, and, you know, different versions of the same thing you can use by using different parts. And it was just super cool to like sit and spend 10 minutes reading through all the parts lists and all the, the literature you included and like the background into the pedals is really cool. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. And I, I have to say, uh, the, the boost pedal business card. Come on. That's fantastic. <laughs> that is absolutely fantastic. Well, thank you. I'd, I'd like to say I was the one who came up with that idea, but you hear that? There's, everybody? A, there's a lot of us John down here that do that. that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's, it's one of those things like, I don't know. It, it, you see it, you see it a bunch of times and it's, it's trick. It doesn't get old. No, I right. so it, it, I'll I'll admit that yours was the first I'd ever seen. Okay, well, so I I full, fully give you credit one hundred percent for this idea. <laughs> <laughs> I I was yeah I was like man this is the coolest thing I was like yeah man 
that's that's pretty cool. I'm like, this is no like IVF. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely rabbit trailed thinking that it was the most original idea I'd ever seen. And uh yeah. It's okay, you know. It's great. I never get sick of uh I never get sick of seeing it happen. It's I, I, I could watch a monkey do the same trick a million times. I'm still happy to see just the monkey. So <laughs> There you go. I think that's all. I don't know if I should be insulted right now. No, no. I think that's we're guitarists. That's you just know your audience, man. That's right. That's right. Right on. What about you, Al? What have you been up to? Um, I've been playing a little bit of uh, my my new katana. Ah, yeah. Which has been nice to have an amp at home. Flying pedals again. Mm-hmm. 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 So it's you know, and there's not much to report on. It's a boss katana. It's fantastic. It's it. Mark II fifty. Uh, it was yeah, it was a Mark II series fifty watt version. I got it for a, just an amazing deal. The guy sold it to me for two hundred bucks Canadian. You just you can't turn that down. No. Well, two twenty, and he threw in a two button foot switch. So stoked on. Now, that. have you been have you been playing around with any of the effects modeling or anything like that that you can uh, do? With a little bit. I've par- I've primarily just set up a clean tone I like and and just been rocking it that way. Okay. Um, I do like the inbuilt effects. They're very boss. Okay. Um, Which there's nothing wrong with that. No, no. It's uh, I struggled terribly on how to turn all of them off and keep them <laughs> off in mine. It ships with a with ships. The preset it shipped with, I was not very happy. Yes, yeah, so I, I I like them. Uh, it kind of um, <laughs> it's gonna sound kind of weird, but. I t- it kind of disappointed me that I found it for such a good deal because it took away the excuse to be looking at like the Fender Tone Master series yeah, or yeah. the Boss Next Tone series or <laughs> some, some more substantially more expensive stuff. Um, and, and it kind of like deflated all the excuses of like, well, I have to buy one of those. I really want to. The hipster in you is yeah. suffering deeply. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shut up, Casper. <laughs> you poor thing. <laughs> But I, you know, I, I kind of think that maybe one day I'll just buy a, a Tone Master Deluxe Reverb anyway because I just love they're Deluxe fantastic. Reverbs. Um, and what a what a great example of that amp too. Yeah, you know, and and the fifty Eric Eric Merrill was so stoked that I got a, one of these things that he was he messaged me he's like congrats on the amp and and, and uh, was telling me about jamming with his buddy on the. 0.5 watt setting and his buddy thought he was running through his full stack and yeah yeah so <laughs> now does does eric have to play the amp left-handed <laughs> i believe so that's you know that's maybe the katana's big flaw is they don't make a left-handed version <laughs> oh geez i feel bad for him i know, I know he where are you left-handed amp makers oh, yeah right there's an untapped market yep lefty amps daily let's hear it <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he's making pedals now. It, it won't be long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get a left-handed. I wonder, if he'll, if, clone. I wonder if he'll do a, a, a left and right-handed version of the, the Skybridge. Oh, I hope that he would be does. Great. That would be so good. Would, would, the, <laughs> Just, would the input and output jacks be like flip-flop? And, and, the, and the, like the blue side <laughs> and the orange side to be flipped? It would just be so <laughs> inconvenient. <laughs> the screen printing would be backwards. <laughs> Everything just we need to start working on our we should just do it all up for him so all he has to do is apply it to the just, box just so it's when you put it on a pedal board like it just have this one pedal where the cables cross over yep. just to be annoying 
Fantastic. Yeah. So we I, love you, Eric. <laughs> I've, I've been playing, been, play, been playing the katana. I sold some pedals. Yes, you did. You sold a jet phaser. I sold a yeah. I sold a Boss <sighs> DD7, and I sold a Warm Audio jet phaser. That's cool, man. I wish I got to play that. I, you know, I didn't even think about it. I should have brought I it know. into. I'm sorry. You rarely do. But uh, I, well, I'm not much of a thinker. Hence why <laughs> just goldfish my, with head drum. All of my life can be summed up in that sentence. Okay. <laughs> On Al's tombstone. Yeah, he's not much of a thinker. It was one of those pedals that like you, I I acquired it because of its like its prestige and coolness of like, yeah, this is an exact replica of a seven. Well, and it weighed seventeen pounds. Seventies rolling jet phaser, but I don't have to pay eight hundred dollars for it. But yeah, it it also had all of the seventies issues where yeah, it was it was stupidly heavy it was larger than a line 6 dl4 which uh that's saying something and heavier mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, but it was cool it was very it was cool um it, it's the the guy who bought it, it the guy who bought the jet phaser bought the dd7 as well and he's really okay. excited so i that's that's yeah. awesome a little money in my pocket that my wife promptly took and spent on bills and stuff and uh <laughs> Well, I mean, that's to be fair. That's probably a responsible thing. But yeah, no, she's smart that's one. why she yeah. gets the money. It was a fun. It was a fun half hour or so that I was holding that money. It was real good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my. That's what I've been up to. Cool. So, yeah. Welcome back, by the way, John. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm round, I'm happy to be back. Round two. Round. Two. Keep slumming it up with those guitar knobs, guys. I figured you owed us at least two. Well, I mean, it's you know they are right here. I've got to I've got to drive all the way to Vancouver to talk to you guys. It's, you see, it's beautiful out here. Come on, I you know what? No do, one talks. Do you guys about still with have Ohio? snow on the ground up there? No, it's twelve degrees C. I have no idea what that means. It's a, it it's means like seventeen hundred. <laughs> It's like probably 30 to 40 Fahrenheit, somewhere in there. No. Okay. 32 Fahrenheit is freezing. Oh. So it's probably like So 32, 32 Fahrenheit is I don't zero. understand Fahrenheit. Why do you use Fahrenheit, you silly yanks? I, I hate to go off the rails again here, but <laughs> like the, the metric system and the imperial system, you can kind of make sense of until it comes to temperatures. Like. You know, a kilometer is roughly half a mile. You know, you could kind of figure that out. And a kilogram, you know, is roughly like two and a half pounds. Like that, that all makes sense. But then you get to Fahrenheit and you're like, I have no idea what that means. And I'm not even going to try. Exactly. (laughs) Water freezes at 32. Why? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I know what freezing is and I know what boiling is. And anywhere in between, it's like, I don't know. Could be really hot. Could be really cold. (laughs) I had a friend that lived in Arizona for a while and he was like, yeah, it's a hundred and blah, 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 blah degrees. I'm like, what the crap does that mean? Yeah. So why is it over a hundred? Are you okay? (laughs) Are you dead? What's going on? Water freezes at zero degrees. How close to death are you right now it made no sense so the google tells me it's uh 53.6 fahrenheit okay oh that's not bad yeah we're in the uh we're in the in the mid 60s here in in ohio so oh you're okay. about quite, the same quite a fair pitch south of us though are there yeah yeah i suppose ohio? that's yeah. true you're the two states from the line right ohio's not right on the line i don't know columbus yeah. well we uh, you know, because because we kind of push up there. You know, Michigan kind of pushes up into Canada. Um, so if you were to, I would think, draw like a straight line across, we'd probably be about right on the line. 
Um, okay. Pretty, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think, I don't know. This is, Doesn't matter. On anyway. the, geog- the geography on the, podcast. Today on the geography show, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, I'm I'm really stoked to have you have you back on it's been a long time i'm I'm happy to be back this is this is going to be fun (laughs) and yeah so oh man we're i always have to think a little bit in the future when we record because we're recording this not in april but it's april when this is being released isn't it i don't think so or just no releasing two days you'll be you'll be two days before april which is yeah april okay right brain no do do brain things very well yeah, let's talk about like time zones and how that all works. Oh, <laughs> you went there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I got a now, phone call yesterday. Now I got to confess everything. I love it. <laughs> God, dang it. Okay, so if let's... if he didn't, I was gonna. <laughs> yeah, somebody was gonna sell me out. Yeah. So all week, John and I have been talking. Like, yeah noon this day we're gonna record a podcast episode together we and in my stupid dumb canadian brain i I don't think you should lump us all in like that i'm a canadian and i have a stupid dumb brain sir how dare you Mm. um anyways fine i don't i don't know just my thick globulous head was not picking up on the time zone changes John, Cincinnati is three hours ahead of us. Oh, dear listeners. Now, that means when it's noon in Cincinnati, it's 9 a.m. here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All week, we've been talking about noon, noon, noon your time, John, noon. And my brain was like, I'll see Casper at 2 p.m. You told me noon. I, I told like, okay. you noon. So I just screwed up oh, everything, everything for everybody. You told me noon <laughs> yesterday, and then you phoned me at like 11 o'clock going, uh, I did a thing. <laughs> so, so yesterday morning at 8.30, when I think I have time to sleep in, mm-hmm. so I'm still laying in bed, John messages via Instagram and goes, we're still on for noon, right? And I, yeah, we are, buddy. <laughs> And then my brain goes, why is he texting me now? Yeah. That's so, being ultra prepared. Wow, he's really early. <laughs> when did it set in? And it what set was... in about like that that moment. Yeah, I was yeah. like, why is he texting me now? Wait a second. I got a double Wait check. a minute. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was immediately texting John back going, I'm so sorry. I'm stupid. Like really stupid. And I did a thing. Because yeah. we couldn't have made noon Ohio time. It was just not, I, I can't even make the drive to, to the studio that fast. No. It was done. It was it was over. It screwed it up. I was completely asleep. <laughs> I didn't think I had to be up because I'm on holidays yeah. right now. I didn't have to be up until like 10, 1030 at my breakfast, do a shower thing. Yeah, noon was good timing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So hey, we were we were able to call an audible. No yeah, harm, yeah, no yeah. foul. A day and later, uh, really appreciate your upon uh, time that we all no, knew. No, no problem at all. Um. So that's my bad. That was, hey, was... let me take a let me take a little heat off Al. Can we talk about Facebook Marketplace for a second? And I'm just going to come yeah. out. I'm going to step up on my soapbox. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of any whatever 
<laughs> a rock band guitar, the guitar you plug into your PS4 or Wii or Xbox or whatever, okay. is not a musical instrument. No, it no. does not go under musical instruments I, in the Facebook yeah. marketplace. Why are they always listed? In they are always <laughs> listed there. I'm like, that's a goofy look at, wait a minute. <laughs> Why does that the only strats? Have... The strats always get me because they'll show a picture of the headstock and I'm like, oh, a new strat got listed on Facebook market. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm glad I've we're in agreement. Deceived. I caught a guy yesterday selling one of those uh, Game Changer Audio plasma pedals. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Was it Game Changer yeah. Audio? Game Changer, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, in Kelowna, here locally to us. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a cool thing. And he was asking $500. Yeah. Which is $100 more mm. than they cost new. Yeah. Ooh. We get a Are lot they, of that, I mean, though. Is, is there like a, a shortage of them? Are they difficult to get? I, I mean, no, I know literally, the no, no, just music I don't have my thumb Canada. on the pulse. Yep. Uh, Long and McQuaid music, Musical Instruments, the largest chain store in Canada. There's like 80 stores. They have them in stock. Always. Okay. So it's not like it's not like a clon where there aren't any and you no, can get no. away with charging more. Okay. No, and like Game Changers, are, they, with that pedal and the, and the Plus pedal, they kind of went huge. Yeah. So they are yeah. in pretty well every store. So, you know, I recognize that it's a cool pedal, and I would love to mess around with one. I've never played one. But I was a little sad at the price. Now, to the guy's credit, in a very incredible, the first time ever, I would say, for me, I reached out and I was like, hey, dude, do you know that these things are this much new in stores? And, and uh, he lowered the price immediately afterwards. And he was like, I just, I priced it a little high because my wife wants me to sell it and I don't want to sell it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Good for you. Bravo. So like, you, you know okay, what? Okay, buddy. I, yep. You got uh, it. But, yep. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but that is that is the first and only time that's ever happened to me. Any other time something's overpriced on Facebook Marketplace, it's just because the person's uh, evil or clueless. That is right. the perfect reason to <laughs> yeah. overprice something. Yeah, I, I, yep. I mean. And then to immediately call it out and go, yeah, that's because of this. I great like, things about the communication in his marriage, per se. Not but, my yeah. problem. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, pe- people have their own things they that's do. That's between and, him and his. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's fine. Yeah, not for me to judge in any way. So, John, that's okay. me. We actually yeah. get back to talking about your your life and your hopes and dreams and ambitions. And you've done a crap ton of stuff since we last had you on the show, dude. Like a ton of stuff. I, I really have. Like I really have. Your whole lineup has completely changed. It has. It has. Um, we've gone, so I keep saying we, because it actually is we now. I should probably start with that. Um, yeah. Yeah. About three months ago, uh, I picked up an intern, um, a musician and student at Ohio state reached out to me and was just looking to get into the field and learn and help and whatever he could do. So, uh, Brandon has become a an integral part of the rare buzz family and we've had to reorganize the studio to set up a second workstation and get him all situated. So he's been a great help. Um, welcome Brandon. Indeed. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we've, we've really have reamped the, uh, the lineup now. Um, the cranberry and the bluefish are kind of on hiatus at the moment. 
Um, although bluefish might be coming back very soon for a limited run. Mm-hmm. Keep your eyes open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we've got the the whole piccolo lineup, which the piccolo was just dropping or just about to drop the last time I was on. Um, and you two have one. We now. do. So you, Thank yeah. you very yeah. much. Yeah, we're we've been we both really like that pedal. Yeah, I did inform well, Al that you did say that it was a birthday present to me last year we were on in June last year. And he is arguing with me on that. I don't remember that. Ooh. Was that a thing? If yeah. that's a thing, I'm just going to like, hey, no, no. happy birthday. It, it was said. Ooh. I don't know Ooh. if anybody wants to back me up on that. But we, I mean, it's, if only they were recorded somewhere. That we could <laughs> if only that. it was cataloged somewhere in the anim of the Shut culture. Up, guitar. Fishing for people to get listening to the back catalog. I would recommend listening to that episode. It's one of the best guests they've ever had. It's got a really deep, like warm voice. Like it, like I can try and imitate it. It's very like, I, it's it's. You just want to nuzzle your head on on his shoulders and bosom area and just let your burdens lie. You're getting weird. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I, you know. Not to be political, but I did get my first COVID t- uh, shot today. Hey, so, oh, there congratulations, you go. man. There you go. We're, we're, 20, we're 28 days away from being able to hug each other again. So, <laughs> I, uh, I want to say that should not be a political thing, but it yeah. somehow became a political thing. It, it, it is. It is. And, and, I mean, to be fair, I get both sides of the concern. You know, I was a little leery about it myself because I kind of feel like, man, they, they got this together pretty darn quick. But. I want to tour and play music again and have a career again. So I want to go. I want to go visit my partner's family in Germany. Yeah, yeah. there's all kinds. That was my decision. I am ready for COVID to be over. However, it happens. If that means putting a metal zone into my arm, then that's what we're doing. Whoa, that's commitment, man. Well, you know, I mean, that's what it is. You've seen the schematics. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I forgot about that. That was one there of the greatest go. things now ever. Comes yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was well done. That was a way back machine reference, and I'm so proud of you for making it. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, okay. So, listeners, a while back there was a quote unquote rebuttal <laughs> to the COVID vaccine. And uh, I don't remember exactly how it happened, but they put out a thing of like, this is what it actually is. And it was the wiring schematic for a Boss MT2 Metal Zone. Metal Zone, yep. And that was what the supposed article was claiming was the COVID vaccine. (laughs) (laughs) Don't put it in yourself. Look at this. And it was a Metal Zone wiring schematic. So good. Cracked me up so hard. Loved it. Loved it. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so... Dude. Okay. All right. I'm going to just go out on a limb and say I'm going to take it on faith that you're truthful. Casper is truthful. So, in that case, happy birthday. Last year. Last year. Mm. Enjoy, Last year. Enjoy yeah. your piccolo. <laughs> I do. It's actually, it's kind of worked into it's my chain right now. Oh, not literally dangling. It was no. last time I saw it, it was literally dangling off the pedal board well, by its cable. I need. I need more space. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> but yeah, the piccolo has been rad, man. 
And yeah. Joker Purple. I got to congratulate oh. you on the color choice because fantastic. Well, and and unfortunately for everybody who's listening to this, I'm like, oh, great. Let me go check the website. Well, the last one sold. Oh, just oh. earlier this week now. But the caveat to that is we do have the Piccolo Dragon Edition. Right. So those are the ones. Uh, this was kind of like the extension of the Piccolo. Um, and I guess maybe to tell the story behind the dragon, we've got this apparatus at the studio that is essentially a fully complete, fully functional piccolo falsetto, except you can hot swap the transistor in and out. It's got three little leads that have the transistor legs on it. And then you can set the bias and, you know, set the pressure on the inside. And then after that, it's a fully functional piccolo. So, we got bored a few months ago and just started going through the stash of transistors I've got. Well, let's see what this type sounds like and let's see what this type sounds like. And we found that all other things being equal, the schematic, the circuit is exactly the same as the standard piccolo, just swapping out that one component just makes an absolute world of difference. And um, if anybody wants to hear it, what it sounds like, Ian Pritchard at Collector of Miller did a, uh, a side-by-side comparison because he's got one of each. Oh, and I mean, just cool. to, you know, like, here's the settings. This is at noon. This is at two. This is at 10. Like, side-by-side, this is what this one sounds like. This is what this one sounds like. You could put like, out so. different Piccolo editions. Like, it'd be like Street Fighter Two editions. Well, and, and that's kind of what we've done with the Dragons. So the Dragons are, they're, um, it's got its own unique art. Um, they're all etched. And then they're color coded. So we've got a green dragon, a blue dragon, and a red dragon. It's very D and It is Street Fighter Two editions, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't it? And uh, I've kind of hinted at it on Instagram, and I'll just come out and say it because they're very, very close to production. We're going to have more blue dragons. We only had two of them, and those sold almost immediately. So we'll have three more of those. We're going to have black dragons for anybody who's looking for like that doom color scheme. And then we'll have silver dragons. Um, and again, the only difference between these is the transistor used in them. And they, they do each have like a distinct sound profile. So like the green one sounds different than the blue one sounds different than the red one. Um, but those are coming very soon. We've got green ones in stock. So if you want one right now, you can get a green one right now or blue, black and silver coming very very soon so those that's awesome man that's gonna uh, that's gonna kind of take the place of the piccolo for now um just as we work through getting those built out and then um we've got the tone station and the tone station 1970 which are uh transistor based drive pedals and then we've got the snitch which is our take on the rat and that is the loudest pedal I've ever built. <laughs> so if you have an amplifier that you do not like, feel free to get one. Well, send us one and I'll test it through Casper's amps. Hey. <laughs> but you like both but my I, amps. It's true, but they're not. I, people ask, they're like, well, is it pretty much just a rat? And I'm like, well, you know, the, the, the gain stage is very, very much the rat. You know, I'll be very transparent about that. But... I made some changes on the output end of it that allow a lot more of your signal to come through. So you basically get rat with no restriction at all after the gain stage. 
And I tell people like wherever you would normally set the volume on a rat, go about a quarter turn back and start there and see what you, oh, where you a, think. Quite a bit of extra juice on there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think we might've damaged the amp at our studio testing <laughs> one of them. <laughs> funny actually i think i have a cool i have a little circuit on the board on the breadboard on my bench next to my station here and i think al might have cooked it when you say al (laughs) you were playing it when it went yeah but i was also 20 feet away and you were you plugged me into it (laughs) it was you um no it it works fine it works fine but um similarly um the the output on that is a little bit crazy and if you if you even go a little bit north of like three quarters on the volume it it makes all kinds of bad stuff happen <laughs> i got i gotta say snitch is like a very clever way to name a rat inspired well ball. and thank you to the uh merriam webster thesaurus on the internet for that ah. you know when you look up ah, what's a uh, synonym for rat and of course, I went through all of the, uh, you know, the actual animal names that have to do with rat. You'd be you'd be surprised how many builders are already using those. Um, um yep. And then we we yep. got to snitch, and I'm like, that's it, that's the one. And then of course, the first thing you do is go to Reverb and make sure that there aren't 50 of them already listed. So of course, yep. <laughs> it it passed the Reverb test, so Yay. snitch is what it won. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> But yeah, that's pretty much the lineup right now. Those four and the fruit series pedals and the fruit series do it yourself stuff. So we're completely sold out of the version ones. We already kind of talked about version twos are very close and on the way. Um, And in fact, tomorrow, that's kind of what we've got on the, on the table because we still don't have parts um, for everything else. I'm not going to complain because everybody's got issues right now. But um. But yeah, we're going to probably be testing at least three or four of the other ones, and assuming they don't blow up and the smoke stays in all the components, then <laughs> I think those are going to be coming very soon. We'll probably do them two at a time, kind of like we did before. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not going to have all eight of them up on the website at once. Um, but we'll we'll do, uh, you know, probably the apple and the berry version two coming out first, and then um, we built out the citrus, which is the orange squeezer. We've been kind of playing around with that, and it seems to be working how it should. So, so I think what, like, there's. Sorry, I, I'm just curious. Like, how did you? Because last time we talked to you, this wasn't even in the. Oh, I mean, we don't. We didn't mention it, or you didn't mention it. So, what what sparked the inspiration behind the fruit series? Like, when did that come? I have. Well, I guess this is kind of a two part answer. So, I have always really liked. Dan Armstrong's effects. I mean, just the concept of them, the, you know, he's, they're all very well laid out. They were very consistent. Like you can look at one and be like, that's gotta be a Dan Armstrong effect. The only complaint that I have, and I'm sure that complaint is shared by every other guitarist on the face of the earth is having to ram a two inch by two inch square into the output jack of my guitar. (laughs) And then, you know, if I need more than one of them, like having them cascade off the side of my guitar, like you can picture it. Very strange choice, hey? It it really was. And I mean, he almost did it backwards. You'd think it would have been better to have the jacks flip flopped and have it like plug into the front of the amp instead of. (laughs) Yeah, that would make sense. 
but in any event, I always kind of had in the back of my head, like I would really like at some point to just redo these, but put them in like a useful form factor that people are more, you know, more accustomed to. And then what really pushed me into that is of course the last 12 months, particularly there at the very beginning where we weren't able to get out of the house. I kind of thought, man, this is, this is the perfect opportunity for people who have time and they want to, <laughs> they want to do things, but they, you know, they can't leave the house. So, but mail can still get there. So that's when I started getting the layouts together and getting some testing done. And, you know, fortunately we were able to get, like I said, the apple and the berry out last year and, um, uh, with very positive response and, and the, the, our kits, you get the board and then you get a, um, a faceplate for your enclosure. And when they're completely assembled, it it's very reminiscent of the Dan Armstrong effects. Mm-hmm. Um, cause his effects had like the, the bare aluminum enclosure with a single color faceplate, you know, that faced out. And that's, that's what we've done. And we've tried to pay, pay homage to the, each effect, like the, the apple is the green ringer and that has the green color scheme and the berry is the blue clipper and that has the blue color scheme. And then Unfortunately, I'm limited to the colors that I can get PCBs in because that's what the faceplate is. Is mm-hmm. it's a you know very thin PCB with just the art kind of printed on it. So um, we've we've had to kind of make some concessions there. So the the citrus will be yellow, not orange. But I think everybody can. Well, citrus is lemon. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll all be happy with Grape, that. Grapefruits. It's, yeah, it works. Yeah. So. Um, Apple and berry probably be first. We've got the citrus kind of right on their heels. I've had a lot of people asking for the red ranger, which is, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just going to say it's a range master. It's very similar in architecture kind of does the same thing. Um, we're calling that the cherry and that'll probably be right on the heels there. And then he made the yellow humper and purple peaker, which were very similar except for the, they're, they're both kind of equalizer pedals. So they boost specific frequencies. And the only difference between them is the frequencies they boost. Like you can build them exactly the same and just change out the capacitors in that section of the circuit. And it decides whether you get one versus the other. So that'll be kind of the last of the Dan Armstrong effects. And then we're also doing one called the fuzz ever which is a fuzz face, but it's got a lot of different things you can do. So you can build it with silicon transistors and build it just straight up off the data sheet, you know, using hard fixed values, or it's also got the ability to do it with germanium transistors and you use little trim pots inside to set the biases, right? So, I mean, you can build it and have it work or you can build it, have it where you tinker with it. Or you can go absolutely crazy and use four transistors in it. Um, we've got a very close friend, the three of us, who one of his pedals is basically that. It's a fuzz face with four transistors in it, and it just rips. So, I mean, there's certainly uh, a lot of different things you can do with that. But that'll probably be kind of in the middle. We'll release that, the fuzz ever. And then, of course, the whatever boards will be coming back, the ones that are just basically the... Uh, the switching, the input and output and the power. And then it's got like the, almost like a Vero board. That was a, a little intimidating to me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I like that. I can do whatever I want with this. Oh God. 
I'm going to make this not work. <laughs> and I, I will say they have sold almost exclusively to other builders. Right. So I mean, you probably could have predicted that. Yeah, it's a fantastic prototyping people, setup, right? Right, right. And people who kind of, I don't want to say who already know what they're doing because I don't want to make it sound like this is some like, you know, cloak and dagger society. You know, anybody's welcome to come build pedals. But when you start with like, an array of holes <laughs> with no schematic, no circuit, no whatever. And you've just got to put parts in and run wires and solder. It, it does. It's very intimidating. I don't even like doing it. I'm going to, uh, I'm releasing a series of concept albums called an array of holes. <laughs> I, I expect an, a, a, at least a producer credit. <laughs> if not co-writer. <laughs> I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> that's the smart choice. Yeah, yeah you don't want to. You don't want to share liability. Yep, that's right. Or culpability. I, I know better. <laughs> See, I don't, and I, you know, well, I'm I mean, willing to go down that road. You're going to be very familiar with Rico cases at the end of this. <laughs> hey, that's fine. That's fine. I grew up in the uh, Polish part of Toledo, and people from Toledo will know what that means. And that's all we're going to say about that. That you can't do that. That's so. That's such a niche thing. <laughs> what the heck does that mean? What happens in Toledo, Ohio? Not a thing. <laughs> Nothing. Not a thing. Oh, that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the name Snitch came from. <laughs> Nothing happens, but they get stitches. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get it. Sleep with the fishes in Toledo, Ohio. There are a lot of fish out there. Well, wow. I don't know anything wow. about Toledo, Ohio. It like sounds like Fargo to me. Just <laughs> <laughs> well, a little bigger than Fargo. Uh they've got glass. They've got fish. Um that's about it. It's no, it's uh Toledo is um Historically, in terms of industry, it's kind of Detroit's little cousin. They did a lot of kind of the third-party manufacturing for the auto industry. So, like, almost all of the auto glass for decades came out of Toledo. Okay. Um, and then there, you know, like, transmission manufacturing and small parts manufacturing. And AC Delco had a big presence down there. And, so, it's a smaller um, ghetto now. Yeah. Yeah. Although, you know, much like Detroit, much like Detroit, it is gentrifying. We'll say, um, it is, it is cleaning up and getting, you know, kind of turning a corner. I, there, there was a time where it was pretty rough and it is getting better. So All right. good for them. Somebody from Toledo is going to message me and be like, Hey man, I appreciate it, Joe. Yeah. Leave us alone. <laughs> Well, getting back to the fruit series, I, I think it's really sure. cool. These things offer the opportunity to not just like recreate some of the classic Dan Armstrong stuff, but customize in a very simple way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and some of the choices you'll make and it, you know, one of the, I guess I'll go ahead and say it here since, you know, you guys are family, but like the, the very version <laughs> two, one of the complaints we got about the first one is you if you have the volume knob up all the way, you're basically at unity. So you add fuzz to your signal, you add the noise, but you really don't add any volume. Um, 
So what we've done with the Barry version two is we've put a little corner up in this up in the side of the board, and we've basically put like an LPB two style boost up in the corner. So like if you want to just a straight up blue clipper, how it would have come back in the sixties and seventies, you just build it without that boost. And if you want a little bit more volume recovery and maybe a little bit more grit, then you build that boost into it. And it's just as simple as like connecting this resistor here instead of connecting it there and adding those extra six or seven parts. So you really do have a little bit more choice about what you do with the circuit than even you did before. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, the concept and I don't, I don't know if you're the first to ever do it, but it is super cool to be able to take and assemble one of these things um, for yourself uh, in an array of different kind of, you know, cause you give different part listings for different transistors and this and that. And other thing. you like, if anybody's interested in these, you really do need to, um, you know, get a hold of John and, and pick up, and you know, I think we have an Apple version one and a Barry version one, and then the whatever boards. Um, but being able to kind of make them the way they're intended, or change them up a little, um, giving you that kind of flexibility to really, as a learning tool for anybody that wants to do this, and even just wants to pick it up as a hobby or just play around with it, um, this is the way. Like so much fun, so straightforward. It really does allow you to cut your teeth and enjoy doing it and and not really have to worry about um having to know everything about it all at once you know you can you know get your hands dirty and john's taking care of uh a bunch of the leg work i like that that a byproduct of doing one of these is that you're, you're challenged to learn where to find these parts and mm -hmm. order them yourself and that kind of thing like you're you're creating a little DIY pedal building school. Right. In a sense. And it's, uh, I think a lot of people in the industry will mirror this statement and agree. Sourcing parts. If, if sourcing parts isn't the hardest part about doing this, it's <laughs> certainly the part that people don't think is hard. Mm. I, I would say when it comes to like, if, if I'm designing a new pedal from scratch, and I like, if I say, what do I spend my time on from the moment? Like the idea pops into my head till I've got a functional prototype. Like, what am I doing in that window there? I'd say about a quarter of the time is just daydreaming and drawing pictures. A quarter <laughs> of the time is like lay out the circuit, lay out the schematic, lay out the board, do that part. A quarter of the time is like, okay, now I've physically got a board. Let's play around with parts and see what makes what sound like what. And then really that last quarter, and I, I'm probably even I, being conservative be with that. I would say you're lowballing the time. Uh, maybe yeah. even a third of that time is figuring out what parts to use, figuring out where to get those parts, putting together a good bill of materials with parts that are going to stand the test of time. Cause you know, there's some sources that you can get everything from, you know, you can just go to that one website and boom, they come to your door and they're probably one of the cheaper sources, but yeah. you start to question the quality of the parts you're getting. So I tend to use kind of more reputable well, companies I, for, 
a lot of the parts that I use in production. And it gets tough because, you know, I'll give the example of Mauser, who's one of my favorite electronics parts houses to use. But if you go to Mauser's website and say, I want a resistor, and you just search (laughs) like one kilo ohm resistor, you'll want to cry. I mean, they've probably got 26,000 parts. It's crazy. It's, it's, and I, as trying to kind of get into that a little bit myself, Mauser is a treasure trove, but you have to know somewhat what you're looking for. Like to, to be fairly specific. Uh, otherwise, otherwise you're sifting through, uh, you know, a pile of sand looking for a single grain of sand. It's, it's, and I mean, to be fair that they've got all of these different, you know, different uh check boxes you can do to sort mm-hmm. all the way through and get all your parts sorted down but even so like even if you do all of that you still have like if if i know the exact part number i want there are times that i type that part number up and there's five different SKUs. yeah because yeah. they've got it like you know here's that same part number but it's just all sitting in a bin now here they are and they're what's called you know in an ammo package where it's like they they're each on that like that piece of tape and can then you imagine like running that site can you imagine oh it's got it's got to be crazy tracking wow. all that inventory all those skews oh there is a team and of people. nightmare hello puppy and then here here in the states you know these poor guys they're down in texas you know your guys are in i think in uh quebec or, or somewhere on that side of the country but our mauser is in texas and they got just absolutely hammered a month ago when they got the snow mm-hmm. so they had to shut down for like a week. So they're basically running a week behind because orders kept coming in and they couldn't, you know, they couldn't get there to fulfill them. And it just, yeah. <laughs> Who's barking? Yeah. Who's what's the name? Uh, well, that's, that's the dog. That's Basher. Um, <laughs> Basher. My, my wife just got home. So he's, uh, <laughs> he sounds really did intimidating. You guys, he sounds very, this is, a, this is a complete aside. Did you guys see the picture? Did yes. you see the painting? Yes. The painting oh, is fantastic. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I came home last night to that, Incredibly and I opened it up legal. and just laughed. That's what fantastic. Very sophisticated. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good. If you're not already doing this, listeners, you really got to follow Rare Buzz on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, John is a man with a just dynamite sense of humor. Yeah. And much of that is, is, is showered upon you via his Instagram feed so good and you need to be on there so (laughs) (laughs) but for anybody who's not immediately looking at it i I got a uh a birthday present from quote unquote the dog so i open this up and it's this i mean it's it's like uv printed on a on a canvas it's not like actually painted but it looks like a painting and it's this like very regal like stately (laughs) 16th that, century outfit. That, that like, might be the, the bust of like Henry VIII or the something. Dog. You're right, right. It like it's even those, got like the. It looks like the Kaiser shortly before World War One broke out. Just like, <laughs> and he's got like a scepter, and yeah. then like basically <laughs> photoshopped onto it is my dog's face. <laughs> so, it's pretty good. Yep. Well done. Real good. And uh, well, the joke is like we've always said, you know how every dog has like a hundred nicknames. Like you barely ever call your dog its actual name. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the one of the nicknames we've got for our dog because he's so particular about everything is we call him Lord Bashington of Yorkshire because he's a Yorkie. Uh-huh. And so this is this was the you know the royal painting of oh, Lord Bashington. Lord Bashington. <laughs> <laughs> my my. Uh... 
my I guess she's not technically my sister in law, but my my brother in law's girlfriend, uh, Gwen. Shout out to Gwen. I was never gonna listen to this. <laughs> no, <but>. she, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she got me a pair of socks with uh, our now deceased cat OC, his giant moony face all over them. <laughs> oh, okay. And this like, it was one of those gifts where it was like I I want to wear these. But I never want to be caught dead wearing these. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I got to wear these a few times just to <laughs> just to prove that you did. You yeah. have to. I I know. You I, I love the cat. He was a bizarre cat, man. He his life's mission was to try and eat my wife's hair. That is not an uncommon thing, actually. Oddly enough. Well, it was like like he wanted to just sit on her shoulders and like gnaw on her hair, just <laughs> well all day. That's if he would like great it. noise you just made. I know. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. So back to the parts thing. <laughs> uh, I have one one more small thing that I want to mention too, because uh, sure. not only is it coming up to, um, you know, like a part supply that's gonna you know stand the test of time, but it's it's also getting your hands on a sustainable supply, you know, because some of these guys that are using you know, a bunch of like new old stock transistors and all yeah. this stuff. Every pedal builder's got a stock of oh, 60s Germanian oh, trends. Right? <laughs> we we joke, we joke that like our retirement yeah. is in Germanium transistors. And honestly, like <laughs> I, that's not far from the truth for some of us. I mean, yeah. I don't, you know, studio address listed separately, but I've probably got 4,000 Germanium transistors sitting on the shelf. <laughs> yeah, you're See? not the only one. No. I, every, every one of I, I swear every one of you guys that we know. Like, yeah, as a, as a, a small, like a stash. My, my uncle's cousin's brother smuggled well, these out of the former yeah. USSR when Ukraine was you, still you, part of the... the, the like, I finally found a guy. I finally found a guy. And I swear to you, there's probably like some Cold War era Soviet bunker that's just got pallets of these things. Yep. And you're probably and, and I found not a guy, far off. No. And, and I, I, I bought some from him on eBay, bought a couple hundred and I emailed him after the fact, cause they, they all tested really good. And they, you know, they were, I don't want to get into like the, the cork sniffer stuff, but they were like, they were red dot, which tended, you know, the red dot we've determined was the Soviet symbol for like, these are more consistent from they, part to part. It had a part. slight so tang like, to them when I tasted <laughs> them. <laughs> so I emailed him and I'm like, do you happen to have. You know, I, I bought basically everything you have. Do you know when you're going to get more? Are you going to get more? Do you have access to like a bigger vendor? And he's like, yeah, I've got millions of them. What do you want? And he sent me this like <laughs> seven page spreadsheet. That's like transistors and diodes and integrated circuits and computer, all this stuff from the former Soviet union. I'm like, Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <Check> credit line. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite as rare as you think yet no <laughs> no they're not but i think where we all start to panic is they're not making them anymore so like there will come a point it might be like 2257 but there will come a point where they there just aren't any anymore and there's a lot of mojo in the world there's a lot of mojo in the world but the one thing i will say is a germanium transistor sounds like a germanium transistor and it's almost impossible to simulate that. You know what? Else. Some dude like Mike from Electroharmonics someday is going to go to the Rush Federation of Russia and <laughs> just crack up a factory. I think he did, didn't he? I don't know. I mean, he did that with tubes, but like. 
Yeah, Isn't that what he did when when he had that whole thing with New York and the unions? Didn't he start building everything? Isn't that where like the yeah, the, a, the <laughs> army history, era muffs came from? The history of electroharmonics is more fascinating than any other pedal builders could be. Because he was literally during the Cold War going to Russia and yeah. <laughs> manufacturing stuff. Like, you just don't get, it's you're not going to beat that for a story. But, he, he is a national treasure. Yeah. I mean, he is. Like, <laughs> I, there's, he's what every one of us would have grow up and be. <laughs> but I, I'm serious. Like, I, I swear to Bacoima, somebody's going to do that. Somebody's going to go to China or to Russia and they're going to press some factory into making them germanium transformers to their transistors or i said transformers didn't mm-hmm. I? transistors excuse me yeah. uh to their specs and there's going to be a fresh supply out there again uh, it it makes sense that that could be but i think the expense of it would probably be oh these are going to be these are going to these are going to be hipster bait pedals like you would not believe. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> these, these things are going to come with like a $900 price tag and Jack White's going to endorse them and he's going to sign 10 and sell them for $80,000. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it's it's going to be one of those situations where it's like we 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 fired up the factory and we hired all the old workers back and the, only 12 of them are still alive so we could only make yeah yeah 400 germanium <laughs> each pedal is going to be just like you're going to mortgage your car and sell the kid you like the least and you, <laughs> so speaking of how i was able to afford that duo sonic yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice knowing you christopher <laughs> Daddy's Have got a fortieth birthday present to treat himself to. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna love the Wilsons, though. They've got a yeah, sheep they've been farm. Great. And... <laughs> uh, but I do want to congratulate you, man. That's a really cool fortieth birthday present, and I'm so happy that not all of your guitars say "Glary." Right. Um, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Casper. I do have hey, two. I mean, I've got what? the bass and I've got Casper's that. Casper's uh, looking at me slightly disapprovingly. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little bit less than slightly, I think. Um, you know what's funny is I, I actually did look into getting a Glary. Um, okay. Just as a studio machine. Just can, to, can we in Canada? No. That's the issue. Is you can't. Oh, they won't ship to Canada? Nope. Oh, you wouldn't be, you'd be amazed at the companies out there that are exclusively... U.S. The best part about it is I went through all the hoops, got it all set up, made the purchase with my PayPal, and then oh, got no. the yeah, and then, then they got sent a, you an email. Then I got said, an email oh, saying, sorry. Oh, "Sorry, you can't. Yeah, we can't ship to your area." It's like, well, then g- g- give me my money back. And it was like you know a couple hours of farting around to get the money back. I was like, man, yep, no, you, they, know what? you would think they would have integrated that a little bit earlier on in the process. I, I bet it was probably even like a U.S. Sorry, not even like a real sorry. <laughs> I bet they were rude about it. Like it was your fault. I didn't. I didn't even get a. I didn't even get a sorry. You didn't read the fine oh, print. <laughs> there was no apologies. It was just like, oh, we're not gonna. We 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 don't ship to your area. Full stop. Period. I was like, oh, oh, oh. shucks, bud. I'm old oh, man. I'm really sorry. <laughs> You're okay. All your money's already back. Don't even worry about it. It's a tip. Thanks for. Oh, and then it's like, well, do I 
do I call John or do I get a hold of somebody across <laughs> the line to like receive this order and then ship it to me or what do I do? Well, you don't want to send a you don't want to buy a glory and send it. This is John. John. I won't get it back. Leave. Yeah. It's gonna stay no, so that's so I ended up. You Ooh, know, a glory! I forgot I bought. <laughs> shopping locally, I ended up with my squire, but it was just yeah, it was crazy that I couldn't I couldn't even order it. I couldn't order any of them from any website. Even Amazon was like, no. Well, you know what? Do you remember those uh, 335 style guitars that were all the rage off of Amazon like a year ago? Everybody was like, these yeah, are great. One, one of my buddies actually got them. And I mean, short of the pickups, he said it's one of the best guitars he's got. Yeah, we can't get those either in Canada. Nope. <laughs> Fireflies, no I believe they're called. No. Yeah, yeah. that's, yep. That's I was right. going to say um, fire something. Fire. Honestly, yeah. a lot of companies only think of the U.S. market. And they're not even in the U.S. They're just, you know, they're, they're a Chinese brand or whatever and they just think like we have to sell to americans they don't think i th i think there might companies. also be a little bit um harsher import export type regulations in canada um oh, there I, is. I know, yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely um that plays into it too i mean you can send just about anything to the states well and i think where you know the biggest difference too is in the states there's a threshold we have to hit before they even were, were even thinking about import duties, you know, for, for most purchases that a normal person would make, it just comes right to your house and that's it. But you guys like everything that crosses the border, everything you've got, you've got duties and tariffs on yeah. that you've got to worry about. So I think, I, I think I might've mentioned this once before, but I ordered some stuff from a manufacturer of electronic parts overseas. I'm not going to say who, um, but I ordered these parts and it was a good deal. Like I didn't, I didn't overspend. I felt good about the purchase. And then, but I did pay the extra for the express shipping, right? It was like sure. $11 Canadian. I was like, perfect. 11 bucks. And I get it in four days. Excellent. <clears throat> so a week and a half later, DHL phone, or they send me a, a text message saying you can't have it until you pay $38 in duty. I'm like, DHL is... Oh, they're extortionists. They're funny, oh, man. God, they, I was like, whatever they ship to you, they're like, hey, you want your goods? Yeah. We got a fee. Yeah, yeah. You and to pay it. You're going to slip the fee in an envelope, in an unmarked envelope. And <laughs> it was horrible. I was mixed like, serial numbers. You're going to slide it under the mailbox at the corner of 41st and 80th. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't so, do it by noon, we're shooting your parts. <laughs> Just Talking to all my Canadian friends, it sounds like there's like no rhyme or reason to it either. They're like, okay, well, the fee will be, it's $10, and then we're going to roll a 20-sided die twice. Yes. And, <laughs> yes, that, exactly. and then it's 5% on top of that. It's and just... then if you walk in and you're a brunette, not a blonde, we add $3. Yeah, because <laughs> your less trem was something similar, right? They didn't extort you the way they did me, but oh, you had to pay a... the less was like, first off, okay, so... I ordered this thing, and the only place I could buy the stupid trim was France. On, it was on eBay, and it was located in France. I couldn't find anywhere closer. Right, right. And which is really unusual. Usually, when you're looking for guitar parts, there's always some American seller somewhere that'll ship to Canada. Yeah. Uh, but this thing it was France only, and they did not offer me a choice of shipping or cost of shipping. It was like you pay this, or you can screw off and buy something else. Yeah. So I did it, and it shipped via DHL. And the first thing I noticed was DHL was determined to kill my inbox on my email by volume. Yeah. Because I <laughs> like just, I got six to nine emails a day about my 
package in shipment. It's like, what the heck? <laughs> I'd rather you lose it than email me this much. Just go away. Right. <laughs> and then it was like, um, because the buyer had insisted that the shipping that the or the seller, sorry, had insisted that he send it via priority shipping. Yeah. Uh, it came very fast. I'll give DHL credit there. Like I was expecting to wait a month or two, and I was in no hurry because the project isn't happening for a while yet. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I had I, the the thing was here within two weeks. That's which pretty good. Man, I got eight hundred thousand emails because they were super proud of their rushed email <laughs> rushed <laughs> shipping job. Oh man, the other <clears throat> option I had was three to six months. Oh my gosh. It's like wait. <laughs> wait oh my goodness that's a that's a real two days or three to six months yeah brilliant yeah and like yeah. that one had no guarantee and it was seven dollars and fifty cents so i had it was similar with with this bridge or yeah. this this tremolo um i paid an exorbitant fee for shipping because i had no choice mm -hmm. it arrives in canada nine million emails later my wife goes in to pick it up at the dhl depot which happened to be in a staples yep here in town and it cost like another like 40, 50 bucks. Yeah. Just to pick the thing up. And DHL was like, you cannot take this without paying this fee. He was like, yeah, what is this fee? What is this? Now is. It, oh, no. It just pauses for a second. That was bizarre. Are we good? Okay. Well, now you got some editing. Yeah, anyway. I got some editing to do. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I just made a really good joke about pancakes and well, waffles. Well, go for it again. Do it again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, it's the, the moment's gone. Well, no, because you started the moment. I mean, Casper's going to have to edit this anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> <sighs> so is Staples and Canada like it? I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, new plan. We leave all this in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I already decided on that long ago. <laughs> Uh, well, Goodness. you want to explain to our listeners what we're what they're uh, hearing here? Yeah, so sometimes, and I don't know why, because, I mean, I have a, a fairly new MacBook, but sometimes it gives me this error that the disk speed is too slow to write to. So when it just pauses our our session and stops the, the DAW from recording. So sometimes and it doesn't happen very often but sometimes we have to full stop reset what we're doing and then kind of pick up at a certain point where we left off and hopefully nobody ever knows that it happened <laughs> uh i feel like i'm getting pretty darn good at fixing those little blips yeah but uh yeah that's what just happened is it tried to pause and it, it did for like three seconds and then started going again well so. thank god we saved that killer staples joke because really yeah <laughs> so I'm sorry john it is an office. It'll just never store. be the same. It is an office supply store. <laughs> no pancakes, no waffles. No pancakes, no, no waffles. No waffles. No. No. Sometimes, sorry. actually, sometimes it's actually they're actually my employer. So uh, sometimes we have oh. like office pancake parties. You've well, that's fun. Me once. No, well, you wouldn't drive an hour for free pancakes. <laughs> you don't want to know the level of debauchery I will stoop to. For free pancakes. Yeah. Well, I'll let you know. Spend next two time. hours in a car, waste fifty dollars worth of gas. Yeah. When I was twenty-two, me and this forty-year-old over a free McGriddle. <laughs> <laughs> that is the worst McDonald's sandwich on the face of the what? planet. The McGriddle's yeah. magic. No, we no. can. We can. What? Okay, I don't know about the American McDonald's, but Canada, we have a. They have McGriddles in the state. Do they? Yeah, it's okay. like maple pancakes with a breakfast sandwich in between them. Yeah, it's gross. 
It's terrible. I, thank you. Well, thank I, you. Okay, let me give you this caveat. I do not care for like the sweet and savory taste profiles combined. Right. So like that uh, does not do anything for me. I have had oh, very good combinations of the sweet and savory before in the past, and that is not one of them. All right. No. You're. Uh, I'm going to disagree. The McGriddle is fabulous. You can only eat one, however. Oh, yeah, it's like a banana. If you eat two McGriddles, and I've tried, I've done this because mm. like some days you're just like, oh, I'm still hungry. I'm, I'm, you know what? I should, I should, I'll get two. The second you bite into that second one, you're like, I made a mistake. I gotta go poop. <laughs> <laughs> Too much information. <laughs> that's, the, that's the law of the McGriddle. Nah, you I eat two, and you're, yeah, it's a horrible moment. It's one of those things that I've had more than one before, to like, or like I've had more than one of them in the past, and I just. I just, you know, every few years, like, maybe I'll have one of those. Maybe they're different now. Maybe it's better. Maybe my I've, I've changed. No. <laughs> See, no, they're horrendous. That's me with KFC. Ooh, every God. four to five years, I think, this time it'll be different. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. Long, I'm just going to double Silvers. down. This time it won't hurt me. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> this time I'll know why the franchise still exists and people line up for their food. Yeah. Yep, there you go. <laughs> and I eat it. And you I just go, get your double down. It tastes like deep fried chicken. Oh, Lord, where's a bathroom? No, Here I go die stuff. now. I think, and the the uh, as far as I know, KFC in Canada and KFC in the states are very very different. Um, I, well, here in the states, we serve they serve chicken. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, okay, We've, listen, see, listen, we're a little bit. <laughs> and they fry it up here. We're just deep frying bald eagles. <laughs> <laughs> that's where they all went. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. We're abundantly natured up here. <laughs> <laughs> There's really just too many of them, you know? No, I've had a lot of, I've had KFC in the States. I've been at, I used to have in-laws in Texas and, and it's, it's the same. Down Is it? Yeah. I had a, a friend of mine. I, I've never been in the U.S. ever, but a friend of mine that used to go down all the time. He was You like, know where it's really different? Mm. Trinidad and Tobago. There's KFC in Trinidad and Tobago? Dude, I'm going to say something that's going to sound racist, but it's not. Oh, that's Thank a you great for qualifying way to I know. <laughs> Caribbean folk love fried chicken okay there's so many different ways they do it and it's all usually almost always amazing it might kill you with its spice level yeah because us crackers are not made for it mm-hmm. but it's yeah so i when uh when i was on tour with the with the band in, in trinidad and tobago got kfc one day and i was like oh man i'm gonna eat this and an hour later i'm gonna be pooping wishing i were dead and it was it was like what the heck is this? <laughs> this is not KFC. <laughs> yeah. so Crazy. Came in a red and white bucket, but otherwise it was just a totally different fried chicken experience. Because cultures, you know, different flavors. Yeah. Are sure. With different cultures, and they don't have any interest in the very bland, by comparison, fried chicken we're used to from KFC here. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Right. Right. Cool. See what I mean? It sounded like it was going to be racist. Uh, yeah, but, um, <laughs> you probably could have done without that intro. I probably but, could have, but it but, wouldn't have been as funny. <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten your reaction. <sighs> That's like 50% of the show. I know. saying I dumb know. stuff I, and I, you're I, reacting to it. <laughs> I wish it weren't so. <laughs> okay, let's get back to the guitar yeah, yeah. stuff. John, wait, old wait, buddy, what? old pal. Who? That's me. You. You're Ooh. the You're the John. <laughs> Spice jerky, John. In fact, we're yep. just talking about spicy things. <laughs> it all comes back. It, it's way to around. Lead it back uh, around. What's on the horizon for you, man? What's uh, what's what's coming up? Well, we've got um, two pedals definitely in the pipeline, 
and one of them will be available two days after this episode hits. So we can talk about that completely. The other one, I've kind of been mumbling about it. <laughs> and there's going to be a lot of, I'm going to give your listeners a little preview. We have a lot of little Easter eggs planned in our upcoming Instagram posts, and they're already there in some of them. Okay. So astute people, and it's probably not going to be one of those things you'll ever be able to figure out. But once you see it, you'll look back and be like, ah, that right there, right there, right there, right there. It's like but, national treasure, but for guitar pedals. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> so that one's coming in July and it'll be a fuzz. And that's all we're going to say about it. <laughs> but the one that's coming next week or two days from when this airs, since we're in the future now, is something we're very, very proud of. A lot of research and development went into it. And I think it's going to solve a lot of problems for a lot of guitarists. Ooh, I, this is, I am titillated. Yes, as am I. So if you think back to the earliest days of electric guitar, you either went, so let, let's just start at the beginning. Guitar right into amplifier, right? Mm. right. Nothing in the middle. Right. And then, and then we introduced a couple of pedals here and there, but they were essentially what we would call true bypass today or some form of bypass with minimal or no buffering. Right. Right. Well, over the years and boss, you know, boss and Ibanez had a lot to do with this, just with their switching. A lot of pedals have buffers that are on even when your pedal is off. Right. So like, that's, that's why, you know, everybody, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying anything that a lot of people don't already know, but you never put your boss tuner first in your signal chain. If you've got buzz that wants a good impedance from your guitar, because your boss has a buffer in it. So it's going to mess that up. Right. You put your fuzz first, then your tuner, then all the other crap stuff. <clears throat> Sorry. I coughed, I coughed right there. Uh, we, in the States, we cough weird. It sounds different, but anyway, so it, over the years and as pedal boards and signal chains become more complicated, there's a lot of buffers in there. And what we found is that makes your signal too clean. Yeah. The signal going yeah. into the amp is too <laughs> precise. So your sound is too good, right? You yeah. don't want to sound yeah. too good. Yeah, ster yeah, sterile. Yeah. Yeah. So we are very, very proud. And you're hearing it here first because we're not even announcing this on Instagram until April 1st to announce the Rare Buzz Effects coils. Ooh. It's designed as a last in your signal chain pedal. You'll put it right between your entire effects board and your amplifier. And it unbuffers your sound. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So it simulates 10, 50, 150, or 1,000 feet of unbuffered instrument cable. That sounds like it took a lot of research. Yeah. It did. And in fact, I, I reached out to our mutual friend, uh, Asher at Caulfield Cables, and had him measure and work with me on the inline capacitance of different 
types of cable and we came up with an average capacitance per foot and we actually calculated out the capacitance of 10 feet versus 50 versus 150 versus 1,000 and we designed this pedal to specifically simulate those links. So it's obviously very noticeable in any sense, but if you plug just your guitar straight into the coil, straight into your amp, and click between, you know, obviously off and then the four different settings, you can hear the distinct different lengths of cable. This is this is a moment like when Steve Jobs first got on stage and announced the iPhone. Like you knew, you just know it's a game-changing moment. Indeed. For pedal boards and for guitars. It, it really is. Because I think... I think a lot of the reason people go for mojo parts and the cork sniffer type stuff is, you know, the modern guitar and guitar signals are just too clean. They sound too good. And I think people are searching for that vintage, muffled, slightly degraded tone that they've come to know and enjoy over the years and just can't get out of modern equipment anymore. Yeah. Yeah, You're really onto something here, man. Like, we, we had it right in the first place. Why are we messing with it? Well, it's it's been messed with. Yeah, I'm I'm ripping the boost decades. bot off my board right now. Yeah. Well, see, well, what this I just does I is think it, it kind of unmesses with it. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's it's been augmented and and undone. All that mojo has been undone over all these years. Put the mojo back in. Exactly. Let's put the mojo back okay. in. Okay. And it is better to have another pedal on the board than less pedals on Obviously. the board. Obviously. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I don't I don't want to pat myself on the back too hard, but this one, you guys saw the picture of it. It oh, is it actually pretty is. sharp. Oh, it, it is looks absolutely fantastic. looking. Yeah. No, it's really like your other pedals by comparison are just, mm. yeah. Yeah, they look they look good, but not this good. But it is, I mean, for, for those who want to be able to switch between the modern, sterile, hyper-clean, bleached-out sound and, you know, the vintage, warmer, broken-down truck on the side of the road sound, it is true bypass. So you can click it completely on, completely off. It's got uh, single aluminum knob, four different settings. They're indicated individually by LED. So, you know, at a glance, you can look down and be like, ah, 50 feet. Um it is a very large aluminum knob, as you can see. It's uh, almost two and a half inches in diameter. You so know, we're we're lucky. I feel like we're lucky versus our listeners because you sent us a picture of this. Mm-hmm. We'll right, check and they have to wait advance. two days. And they have to wait two days. Well, right? they'll be able to see it. Uh, you know, April first, um, Thursday. True. Yeah. So watch Thursday. Out yeah. April first, Rare Buzz Instagram. You're gonna want to see this thing. It is a good looking pedal. Mm. Super sharp. Absolutely. No fooling around. It is a good looking pedal. Yep. And, uh, so we're, we're going to be releasing that. We've got a very limited run for the first, um, first batch because we've sent out a handful of other folks to test and and demo. So, um, we're unfortunately not going to have a bunch to sell right out of the gate, but, uh, depending on the way demand works and if there's interest, we may build more. So, well, I um, think, I think it goes with those. Definitely some demand. Yeah. You know, definitely a, a real pedal. Definitely going to happen. You'll see it April 1st, Instagram, Rare Buzz Effects, at Rare Buzzer. You know, I <clears throat> I can't remember which, uh, here, let me, let me digress. I can't remember which social media platform it was, but I could have been Rare Buzz everywhere except one place. 
and I had uh, a rare buzzer there. So because of that, I'm uh, and I can't stand like it's got to be consistent. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know, yeah that's the that way I'm sense. wired. So yeah. I'm I'm rare buzzer everywhere. Um, so yeah, yeah, at rare buzzer Instagram April first. Well, maybe for those uh, those first, what, you're doing five or limited or something like that. You're doing a small yeah, five so limited right out of the gate. Maybe for those first ones, you know, you can write like a really personal note inside each one to the, mm-hmm. the lucky folks that get get them. You know. Really. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be a great idea. Like, you know, hoping this makes your tone worse. I, not worse, different. Vintage. Hoping this makes your t- vintage. That's a great term for it. Vintage. Yeah. Authentic. Play authentic. Well, you know, I mean, because. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of fenders in my collection. <laughs> There's a different brand that's noticeably absent from the guitars I own. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> well, that brand has uh, very much distanced themselves from the Play Authentic hashtag anyway. So. That's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to it, John. That's going to be a really cool um, addition to a lot of or to the the lucky five that come that get them first but i think but it's I think really going yeah. it's going to take off you're really this, planting the seed yeah. of inspiration to the guitar community you're really going to change and some it's, things i will say we've we've already got the demo shot so i know i, I get and i apologize and hopefully by the time this airs it'll be up because we're working on a demo for the snitch too and I've had a lot of people ask for demos for the snitch. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a terrible guitarist. I am like John, terrible guitarist. <laughs> Hi, John. Brandon, the intern is like a fantastic guitarist. So he is shooting the demos for both of these pedals. Um, we're getting them developed. We're getting them ready. They should both hit Insta about the same time. In fact, the snitch one hopefully will be up before the, the coils goes up uh, on April 1st. And uh, no pun intended. And um, we'll uh, we'll have both of those videos up, so you'll actually be able to hear what the what the coils does in the four different settings. So it won't just be like buying it on a whim, like it's some kind of a gag or something. You'll know right then that you know the function of this pedal and the different noises it makes. So awesome! I really like the name too. Um, yeah, just coils and coils of cable. I with love the it. Z. And it's it's coils with a Z because yeah, yeah. we're 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 pretty hip here at Rare Buzz Effects. So we've got the Z because that's what you do when you're cool. If yeah. things are plural, or Zed. it's Z. Zed. Or yeah. Zed. Right, right. <laughs> Again, here I am, Mr. Yankee. I'm gonna I'm gonna pronounce it my way, gosh darn it, because that <laughs> you're lucky we let you have the northern half of North America. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make us burn the White House down again. Again, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Oh, that could we could we could derail this conversation real quick. So there's only two countries that burn down that could burn down the White House: Canadians and Americans. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we we came awfully darn close a couple (laughs) months ago. He tried real hard. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, John. It's been a meandering, wonderfully. It really wonderful. has. It was, uh, man, I'm so stoked to have you back, buddy. And I, I'm just tickled to death that you asked me to come back. I, I, I love coming on, and uh, you know, you guys are great. I love talking with you. I mean, even outside of you, you, for listeners at home, like the three of us, really are, you know, dudes. We, we like, we talk almost daily. I mean, they, they, I love these guys. True. We do talk yeah, quite a bit. You're, quite yeah. a bit. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm just thrilled, tickled to death to be back and 
would we'll need to do it again. Yeah, we'll need definitely. To do it. Absolutely. Maybe maybe in July. I don't know. Maybe we'll have something. Oh, okay. Hey, and and um I'm gonna I'm gonna tick off some listeners here. Once we stop recording, I'm gonna tell you all about it. Cause <laughs> Canadians Canadians in particular are going to want this, whether it even works or not. <laughs> oh, I have an idea. I have a I have a hope. <laughs> oh, Awesome. Well, for okay, so if you're not following Rare Buzz, it's Rare. at Rare Buzzer on all social media platforms. Follow That's right. them. John and Brandon. It's a them now. It's a they. It's a them. That's and then uh, rarebuzzer.com because, you know, again, it's got to be consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be. Building a brand, man. Yeah. So, so yep. watch those spaces. Check out uh, the coils out on April 1st. It is Thursday following yeah. the release of this episode. Yeah, yep, exciting. two days, four, 48 hours from now. We don't get to break news like that very no, often. No, not very it's often. We're privileged yeah. to break something as groundbreaking as the coils. So, Thank And, you. Um, you know, usually I give my email subscribers the first crack at it, so they'll probably get the link. I don't know. It's hard to plan that far in advance <laughs> a week. But no, the email guys will probably get the uh, – we'll get the link – I'd say in the middle of the morning and then it'll probably go live to the rest of the world at noon. And, uh, yeah. Well, there we go. You'll enjoy it. It's reason a, it's to, a great, uh, great pedal. Totally to real. On that mail list. Reason to go to the site and get on that email list. I am. <laughs> I, we are, we, Yo, we are, you, yeah. you are. Oh, like the, the our culture guitarist. Culture guitarist. Ah, sometimes it, it kind of feels like cheating, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> and I know, I know you guys, uh, you have, um, listener base on both sides of, uh, of that line in the middle of North America. Um, I do ship basically with no restriction to Canada. Um, you can buy right on the website, right to Canada, but you know, other countries outside us and Canada, you've got, we've got to work out some deal and I've got to give you the whole disclaimer about as soon as it's in the mailbox, it ain't mine anymore. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> shipping from the U S to Canada has gotten exponentially better over the past year. It was real bad right at the beginning of COVID because it was bad everywhere, but it's, yes, it it's was. gotten better. So. Well, right on. Well, John, yeah. dude, thanks so much, man. Of course. Uh, Casper handsome as everybody. Thank you, buddy. Uh, dear listeners. We love you like crazy. See you next week. <laughs>